0: Everybody here bright-eyed and bushy-tailed on this cold, wintry day, I tell you. Father, we just come to you in Jesus' name. And Lord, we do thank you for your presence that's here today. Father, we thank you for the way that you uh, want to be at the center of our lives. Father, that as we're going to preach today, that you are, or we are, the apple of your eye. And Father, when we choose you and choose to be The apple of your eye, Lord, you just move all over us. And Lord, we thank you for the way you've blessed us, the way you've blessed this body, the way you move across us. And today, as we uh, give a little bit back to you, Lord, we ask that you bless this tithe today, Lord, that we could continue to build your kingdom and continue to touch lives in this community and across the world. And Father, again, we just give you glory, honor, and praise for all that you do. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: not good. test to that. Hallelujah, God, above it all. Hallelujah, God, unshakable. Hallelujah, you have done great things. You've done great things. Oh, hero of heaven, you've conquered the grave. You've freed every chain. Oh God, you have done great things. We dance in your freedom, awake and alive. Oh Jesus, our Savior, your name lifted high. Oh God, you have done great things. You have done great may be seated.
0: That's an appropriate song. God does great things. Uh, We ought to just take some time just to think about all the great things that he's done in our life just this week on how that God is moving mightily across this land and that that when we think things are tough if we look to him man he's just tearing it up for his kingdom in a good way. Tearing up means good. I uh, wanted to tell you also, those that, uh, on your communion, uh, we're going to be doing it towards the end of the service, just so you know, we're just handing them out now. But I wanted to remind those online, if you guys want to take communion with us, go ahead and get your bread and juice together, and we'll be doing that again at the end of the service. But today, we're talking about how that that we are at the apple of God's eye, and that when we choose Him, uh, and we choose to be the apple of His eye that, that he's going to move across our lives like just unbelievable ways. And, and that's why we're able to celebrate today and all the things that we're celebrating is because that, that we have chosen for God to be the apple of our eye, but he has also chosen us. There's four scriptures that I'm going to read today that refer to the apple of the eye. And, and I'm going to share them as we build into the celebration Sunday. Uh, The first one, I'm going to come out of Psalm 17, uh, 6 through 9. And this is the one that really caught my eye in prayer when I was thinking about, God, what do you want to tell your people today? And how do you want to touch their lives today? And again, Psalms 17, 6 through 9. The Bible says, I call upon you, for you will answer me. Did you get that? we call on the lord because he will answer us the psalmist goes on to say oh god incline your ear to me hear my words wondrously show your steadfast love do you guys need god to show his love in your life today do we need a touch of god's love a reassurance love tap today god wants to do that for us oh savior though of those who seek refuge from their adversaries At your right hand. So wondrously show your steadfast love, O Savior, of those who seek refuge from their adversaries at your right hand. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Do you see David or or the the psalmist reaching out and saying, Keep me at the apple of your eye? And we need to remember that today is we need to ask. That's why I want to start with that one, because we need to ask God to take us and to bring us into Him. The scripture goes on to say, hide me in the shadow of your wings from the wicked who do, vi- do me violence, my deadly em- enemies who surround me. As I was thinking about this, uh, this phrase, the apple of the eye, is used to describe someone's love for another. And it'll be used a lot of time at Valentine's Day. A lot of you will use that to your spouses. You'll say, oh, honey, you're the apple of my eye. Guys, that came from the word of God. That's God describing his love for us is that we are the apple of his eye. The apple of the eye, we think originated. the commentaries think that the apple was used because it was round and was close to the pupil of the eye. So the, the word here, even just further, it's the pupil of the eye, that God's eye is on us. And I want us to remember that because it's the gateway through which victory and which life will come. Right now, I want you to look in someone's eye to the right or left of you. Now, husbands, I hope you're looking in your wife's eye. Uh, look in their eye. I want you to get like this far away. Look in their eye. And if you do this correctly, and the lighting's correctly, you're going to see a small U. How many of you saw a small U? Come on now, fess up. Thank you. Yes, we got some participating here. But they say if you get close enough and you're just right, that you'll actually see a little you in the pupil of the person's eye you're looking into. The reason that is so awesome, and that's why God's word is so awesome, that if you look up the Hebrew phrase or word apple, it translates in the Hebrew, it translates little man or little daughter i did not know that so the phrase the apple of the eye comes from the bible and we're going to read four scriptures about that today but when we get close and keep centered in eye contact with god that we will see little us little bees which apple in the bible in hebrew back in that day when this was written meant little daughters or little sons Man, that ought to all just convince us right now how real God is, how awesome God's word is, how awesome God is to describe his love for us. But even a step further, we have several ladies that just had babies in the church and they're saying at infancy, the uh, optimal ideal distance for eye to eye contact is about 10 inches which just happens to be the distance between a baby and its nursing mother. Did you ever think about that before? That when a mother's holding their baby nursing, they're in that eye-to-eye contact, that 10-inch space, if you will, and it has been proven to encourage brain development and release critical hormones and reinforce a sense of emotion and spiritual well-being. So the phrase, you are the apple of my eye, is used by many mothers. You are the apple of my eye. My mom was just telling me that this morning. She, she texted me this morning. She goes, you, Kent, are the apple of my eye. And she goes, Brian and Mark, you know, they're over here. But you, Kent, are the apple of my eye. Isn't that right, Mom? Come on, Mom. Help me out here. Man, this is a rough crowd today. Uh, Mac, you want to come up here and lead some prayer? <laughs> But but when you're close contact, well I just saw of something I dare not say. But anyhow, when you're in close contact with, with your mother and with God, it, it builds a relationship. But we need to remember that this phrase that mothers may use to describe their love for their children or husbands or wife, the phrase "apple of my eye" may be used to describe our loves for our wives or our children or whatever. It came from the Bible when God was describing his love for us. And I want you guys to remember that as we move into the Valentine season. And we need to remember that God cherishes us. God loves us as his own little children, little daughters, little sons. So when you're in the apple of God's eye, in other words, that 10-inch area, you're close in to him, He's all over you with his spirit. The second scripture I wanted to read today from the Bible, it talks about that in Deuteronomy 32, 10, he found him in a desert land and in the howling waste of the wilderness, he meaning God encircled him and he cared for him and he kept him as the apple of his eye. Oakden, we are the apple of God's eye. He loves each and every one of us, and he cares deeply for each and every one of us. God's desire is to encircle us. God's desire is to care for us. God's desire is to love us. We are the apple of his eye. He wants to protect us. He wants to look after us. He wants us to be all consumed with him. And that moves us into Zechariah 2.8. But Zechariah is talking about God protects the apple of his eyes, his sons and daughters. How many of you have ever been into an eye exam and, and you lean into that little machine, then it goes, and you blink and you jump back? Because it's natural for you to want to protect your eye. And the Lord really hit me with that today. It's natural for him to want to protect us. It's natural natural for him to want to come around his sons and his daughters, his little ones, to love us and care for us. He wants to be a part of our life. He wants to protect us. Zechariah 289 says, "For thus saith the Lord of hosts, after his glory sent me to the nations who plundered you, for he touches you, for he who touches you touches the apple of my eye." And God was saying, man, you're messing with them. You're messing with me. So if you're a believer here today and you're pressed into God and and life is getting tough, you think, and life is getting hard, you remember you're the apple of God's eye. And those that mess with you are those that mess with God. I think about that as Amy was into dating and, and she's dated throughout her life, how I've talked to the boys that's come in there. Be honest with you, I think I've scared some off. I said to them, maybe something like this, uh, if you're kissing her, it's like you're kissing me. That would scare anybody off, wouldn't it? Huh? You see what I'm getting at? You know, we need to let them know that. If you're touching my daughter at all, you're touching me, buddy. And we need to realize that's the way that God cares for us. If you're doing it to them, you're doing it to me. and and, and guys the lord really put this on my heart this week and we know when the judgment day comes in matthew 25 to those that, that, that said well god where were you god i didn't i didn't see you i didn't know you and jesus said and the king will answer them truly i say to you as you did it to one of the least of these my brothers you did it to me So people are going to be held accountable for the way that they treat the sons and daughters of God. People are going to be accountable for the way that we treat people. And something I want to clear up today is that all of us are sons and daughters of God, but we must choose him. We must ask him into our heart. And and that's what leads me into the baptismal part of the service. The four people that are going to come before us now... Are four people that have chosen God to be at the apple of their eye. And I would like for you to come up this time, please. Those that are getting baptized, if you'd come up here, please. Yeah, just slide the front here. Yeah, they've been brave enough to come without their parents, and uh, I'm trying to decide whether to let them introduce themselves or not. So you guys want to introduce yourselves? Is that okay? Start over here. He don't want to, well, guys, this is my favorite. I mean, they're all my favorite, but but I asked him today if he wanted to be called Gabe. His name's Gabriel, and he said, no, I want to be called Gabriel. I said, yeah, Gabriel. But this is Gabriel. He's with us today, and he wants to be baptized. I'll let you guys introduce. You can do it, can't you? You got it. You guys got this.
1: Just you say your name. Audra. <laughs> there you go. See. We're trying to get closer
0: to our people in our church. Aiden. Aiden. The reason I do this, guys, is if you want to talk about a celebration, um, we had one more baptism today. And and again, as I said, I think their wife was sick and they couldn't make it. But, But every one of these families are new to Oakton. Every one of these have joined us in the year of COVID, if you will, when everybody said God can't move. God does move uh, these families. I wanted to go ahead and do this, but but uh, Gabriel and Audra belong to Erica. Erica, you want to wave? Uh, Abriana belongs to Isaac and Megan. You guys want to wave over here, McAdams? And and anyway, uh, the Megan's here somewhere. I'm just not spotting her. Oh, she's up taking pictures. Awesome. All right. And then, um, is your family with you today? Not ready? Okay. But guys, these are new to our church family, and let's give the Lord praise for them today. (laughs) But Psalms, as we read in the beginning today and we opened with, says, to be the apple of God's eye, verse 8 says, keep me as the apple of your eye, we must ask. Father, hide me in the shadow of your wings from the wicked one, who wishes to do me violence and my deadly enemies who surround me. We know that Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but when we choose Jesus, Jesus comes that we may have life and have it more abundantly. And these guys and gals today have chose Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and it blesses me to see the steps that they've taken in their growth. As I was telling them today, they were saved the minute they asked Jesus in their heart but the Bible says to come before the church, the body, and just confess what you've confessed already to Christ. And, and that's a part of witnessing what Christ has done in our life. But the five uh, things I'd like to ask you today are, do you believe Christ died and rose for the forgiveness of sins? Amen. Do you reject Satan, all of his wickedness, and repent of your sins today? Amen. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior and promise to serve him as your Lord? Will you promise to share Jesus, your faith in him with others? You're doing that right now. Do you guys realize that? We're sharing our faith right now. And do you believe that you too will rise to be with him for all eternity? Do you believe that today? The Bible says in Romans ten nine and 10, because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And you're saved today. For with a heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. Church, I ask you, you've got to know these guys here today, and I encourage you after the service to go up and get more acquainted with them and their families. But will you continue to let your light shine? Church, will you continue to let your light shine upon these by giving them your total support and promise to do all you possibly can? to see that they are nurtured in Christ. In other words, we're going to take them to the eye of of the Lord. We're going to lead them and help them and encourage them. Would you do that today? If you would, stand up. I want to ask some of you to come around and, and, and come behind them today. And let's pray for them. I did this this way on purpose, guys, because you're new to the church and I wanted to show you how much Oakton loves you. I didn't tell any of these people to come up here. And look how many people come up and want to be a part of you today. This is pretty awesome. Let me get over there where everybody can see you. That's why I love Oakton. Uh, We're going to be taking up a Thanksgiving offering at the end of the service. But last week I took a family out to lunch. And, and we were discussing baptism, what it was about. But, but we were discussing Oakton, and I was trying to share with them how much Oakton loves them and, and how awesome Oakton is. And, and I'm telling all these stories. And about then, the waitress come up behind me and said, hey, uh, somebody paid for your meal already. And it moved me because I know for a fact that there was three or four Oakton families in, in the eating place we were at. And I couldn't tell them which one paid for their lunch. I didn't know. And, and, and it blessed me. But what even blessed me more is I've learned over the years that, that when people buy my dinner, sometimes they forget the, to to uh, give the um, uh, um, tip. Thank you. And I said, ma'am, did they pay the tip? And they said, they more than covered it, which was a witness. And And, and again, I just looked at the people and I said, that's an example of... God's love for you, but most, and Oakton's love for you. And it moved me as a pastor because Oakton is a giving, loving church. And you guys love your people. And most importantly, God's loved you, and that love flows off on me. So, Father, we come to you in Jesus' name today. And, Father, we lift up your sons and your daughters, the daughters that are the apple of your eye, the daughters are at the center of you and your son's father, that are at the apple of your eye, Father. And we know that you love them so much that you sent Jesus to die for them, that you love them so much that that you've forgiven them of all their present, their past, and their future sins. And as we go up to the baptism today and, and go down in the water and come up, we are washed clean and are made white as snow. And, Father, we are righteous in your eyes. And, Father, we thank you for your love today. We thank you that we're the apple of your eye. In Jesus' name, amen. Gary and Karen, would you guys like to head them up to the yes. baptistry then? And the rest of you can't go to the baptistry. I, I, I think it'd take too long to baptize you all. Been there, <laughs> I love it. Those answer answers, been there, done that. That's good. Let's give the Lord praise today. You see, this is, this is Celebration Sunday. We're celebrating what God has done in our lives. As they're heading up there, I wanted to show and share one last scripture that that really blesses my heart in talking about the apple of his eye. And this is the last one I'll share today, but it's kind of what God asked us to do. When we choose him and ask God to to, to take us in and and we make him the apple of, of of our eye and he the apple of our eye, uh, God ask us this, Proverbs 7, 2, keep God's commandments and live. Keep my teachings as the apple of your eye. If you're here today and, and you're not sure that life has gotten tough and you're not sure how that you need to get out of that, I'd tell you to go to God's word and make God's word the apple of your eye. I would tell you to go to godly people that are around you and say, pray with me. But most importantly, I'd tell you to ask God to reveal himself to you. But God only asks one thing of the believers. And he asks us that we would love God. Jesus asks us that we love God with all of our heart, with all of our soul, and with all of our mind. And that we love people the same way. And he was talking about on everything that's created, everything that God has done, these commandments hang on those two things, loving God and loving people. So I wanna tell you guys today and challenge you that we need to be like that baby and to press in and get within that 10 inch distance away from the Lord, be like a baby. And as we are pressed into God, there's an interaction that's gonna encourage brain development It's going to release critical hormones, and it's going to reinforce our senses of emotion and spiritual well-being. When we get in close to God, he's going to move across our lives. When we go to God's word, he's going to move across our lives. So we need to be intentional. And again, that's part of our mission statement for 2021 is be intentional that we love God, that we love people, and that we love the church. Remember that Christ has forgiven you of your past, your present, and your future sins. I would even ta- challenge you as we go into a, the time of communion after we baptize these men and women that you remember your vows to Christ, that you remember your salvation today, and that you ask God to renew you and refresh you in who you are. If you're here today and you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior I would challenge you to be thanking on that. At the end of service, come to be your pastor Jim at the front, and let us pray with you. It's nice and warm, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're expected to be cold, I think, and they get the warmth that has the same effect. But you love Jesus today, Amen. Young, put your arms there. There you go. Father, we baptize Aiden in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I like that. You want to stand up and face them? and There you go. Give them away. All right. She's been a blessing to me. And just like right then, the reason I go, whoo, is she went down. I didn't have to put her down. And, and, and I went down with her. <laughs> so, but anyway, it, that's awesome that people desire to be baptized and to be the apple of God's eye. Who's next? How are you doing today? Take a wave out there to everybody. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Sissy, you love the Lord today? Amen. You want to be baptized today? She's been talking about it all week. Father, we baptize... In the name of the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. <laughs> Woo! Give the that way. Gabriel, you want to come on, Betty?
1: <laughs>
0: oh, Agra's coming. All right. No, it's, not, it's, it's, it's nice and warm. You thought it was cold? No. Oh. <laughs> so <yeah. laughs> you love the Lord today? Yeah. Amen. Lord's special. And we thank God for you. You're the apple of his eye, and he loves you very much. We baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> Amen. I need this one here. Thank you. He's a little nervous today. I'm going to tell on Erica a little bit here. Yeah, all the way to the front. There you go. You did good. Awesome. See, you got this down. But they had been saved a while back, and they love the Lord so much that they wanted to be baptized, and um, so mom baptized them in the bathtub because they're in between church. Yeah, give the Lord praise. And, and see, you're not crazy. There's a lot of crazy people. No, I'm just teasing you. But it was important to her to follow God's word. But again, she wanted to bring them before the church. And so today, Gabriel, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Woo.
1: <laughs>
0: Can you give them a wave out there? Amen. He said, no, really, I want to get out of there. So anyhow, I'm going to ask the praise team to come up at this time. We're going to move into communion and I'm going to say a couple words and then I'm going to turn it over to Jim and, and anyway, he'll give you some further instructions, but, um, the communion will be open for, uh, anybody that believes in Jesus and, and, you know, Oakland's got an open communion service. And again, if you believe in Jesus, we want you to be a part of this time. And so, uh, I want you to participate with us, but the scripture says, and as Jim, uh, give them a chance to catch up there. But the bread represents the body of Christ. And the Bible says, on the night in which Jesus gave himself up for us, he too took bread, gave thanks to God, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat this. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, Jesus took the cup, gave thanks to God, gave it to his disciples, and said, "Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you, and on and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me." Today we're remembering our salvation in Jesus Christ, remembering the day that we chose Him and. And the day that we were baptized, and the times that that that, that God has just moved all over our lives. And, and today's a time of refreshing, a time of just allowing God to move across our lives. And we're and remembering the power, the promises, the the teaching, everything of God today. And it's just a time to re, just to examine. And I am stumbled around here tonight because the Lord put a word on my heart for the service tonight at six. We'll all be meeting in Carthage, but I've taken the vision chart, and and it shows that that the the perfect vision of someone is in a certain area, and that's the the that apple of the eye, that vision area. And when we place ourselves there. There's nothing will keep us from experiencing the power of God. And God is here in this house today. And I want to challenge you to center in no matter what you're going on in your life and center in and just allow him to love you. Uh, Jim's going to give you instructions on communion. Uh, you'll be taking it in your seats, but but you have the opportunity to come to the altars and pray or with us or however. But, but I'm going to turn it over to Jim now to give you some further instructions. And then, Jim, I want you to pray over and bless the, the juice and the bread when you're done. But you can put the
2: deal down now. Okay, as, as Pastor Kent said earlier, this, this is an open communion. And anyone that has received Jesus as their Lord, is, is, we encourage you to, to come and take communion with us this morning. Uh, you don't have to be a member, uh, but just a believer. If you did not receive a little uh, packet coming in, raise your hand and one of the ushers will be sure that you get one that has your wafer and, and the juice in it. Has everybody got one? Oh need one over here. Okay, uh, Sometimes they can be a little bit tricky. There, there's a top cellophane tab that you need to pull off to get to your wafer. And then you pull the the next one off to get to your juice. Uh, if you pull the whole thing off, you're in trouble because it's going to be hard to get the get the wafer out. But uh, but that's that's kind of how it works. If if you want to to come to the altar and take communion, that that's awesome. If you want to stay in your seat, that's that's great too. Pastor Kidd will be on one side and, and I'll be on the other. And, and if you need prayer for anything, well, we'd be, be uh, happy, more than happy to pray with you. If, if you hasn't, haven't received Jesus as your Lord, I encourage you to make that step today. Glory to God. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus this morning. I just preach and thank you Father for this opportunity that we have to come before you and 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 worship you and, and this morning Jesus I thank you that that the bread and the juice have been sanctified and blessed Father as we do this we do it in remembrance of you of what what you did for us on the cross that you died for, as spirit, soul, and body, Father, and as we as we examine ourselves, Father, we just praise you and we thank you, Father, what Jesus done for us, in Jesus name, hallelujah.